Hello and welcome to Witchy Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Lauren Cholantani, women's holistic health coach and fellow recovering perfectionist. This podcast was created to show you that your body is not in the way, it is actually leading your way. I am very particular about the type of CBD and hemp products that I use. There's so much hype and lack of testing and quality in the industry. So the company that I love and use is Evo Hemp. Not only do they have a beautiful product like hemp seeds, CBD oil, gummies, even hemp chocolate, protein bars, protein powder. They also support a 40-acre co-op farm in Minnesota, which is farmer-owned, focusing on bringing equality and innovation back to black, indigenous, and other socially disadvantaged farmers. So if you are looking into trying any type of CBD or hemp products, head over to evohemp.com. The link is in the show notes. And make sure you use code WITCHY, W-I-C-T-H-Y, for 20% off of your purchase. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Witchy Wellness Radio. Again, I'm your host, Lauren, and this is a show you learn how your body and emotions are not in the way, but actually leading the way. And today we're talking with Isabel. We're talking all about dancing for health and happiness. Isabel is an ecstatic dance DJ, movement medicine teacher, sound technician, and sound therapist. She holds classes, workshops, retreats, and ceremonies around the world. She has DJ residences in Ibiza in the UK and has played some of the most forward-thinking festivals, including Burning Man, Buddhafield, and she hosts a monthly radio show on Open Lab Music Medicine and runs an online DJ course, DJ Mystery to Mastery, is a heart-based approach to the art of mixing music. I am so excited to go wherever this conversation leads us today, but welcome to the show today, Isabel. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, I love dancing. I love allowing my body to move how it needs to move. I love a static dance. Love it. Mm, Great. It's been a healing part of my journey. I want to know, I always ask, we start off how did you get to being a DJ and, you know, and, and a part of this movement medicine as Mm. a teacher, because I know nine times out of 10, there's always some healing journey that led you Mm. synchronicities of events. And it's always so beautiful to hear how everything unfolds from the hindsight kind of from where you are now. Mm, Yeah. Well, it definitely includes (laughs) all of that. (laughs) I guess I had what some might, describe as a misspent youth I like to think of it as a well-spent youth but I was going clubbing and dancing from quite early on in my teenage years and I just had this love for the music for the dance for the community aspect of the party and of the kind of going out and I followed that all through my teenage years and then I did a, a degree in modern and medieval history so very different at university and I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. And I remember kind of applying for various jobs in completely different industries and nothing really resonated. So I went back to my small university bedroom and I just sat there 
essentially a meditation, although I didn't really realize it at the time. And I asked my heart, I was like, what do you love? And my answer was dancing and music. So I basically went down that route. I made a career out of that one question to my heart. I did 20 years in the electronic music scene, mostly in the UK and globally. For 10 years, I was a producer at BBC Radio 1 and 1 Extra, which is like the biggest youth music stations in the UK. And um, yeah, I loved it. I had a great time. And as I'm sure you can imagine, your listeners can as well. You know, it was quite hedonistic time. It was all about going out. It was all about clubs when I'm working in music. You know, that was a, a large aspect of my job. And I got to about, yeah, my kind of late 20s. And suddenly, like, the sparkle and the sheen of those clubbing days was just starting to dull and I was starting to feel a bit bored with it all and was looking for something a bit more meaningful. And that was also at a time when all my friends kind of went down the, I, I put in quotation marks, normal path. And, you know, they were all getting married and having babies and that wasn't really happening for me. And I sort of fell into... I guess a dark night of the soul, a bit of a depression, a bit of like, what what am I going to do with my life? And what fulfills me? And I remember I went traveling in Thailand and I was sitting on a beach with a friend of mine and she was like, have you tried five rhythms, which is this embodiment dance modality set up by the incredible Gabrielle Roth in the 1970s? And as soon as I got back to London, I like did a search, where can I do the five rhythms close to me? I was living in South London at the time. And I remember walking into this church. It was this massive church, about 150 people dancing. And I was like, I've come home. And all of a sudden, everything that I enjoyed in my teenage years and in my, my career, you know, in the music industry was there, but it was there in a really healthy way, a really embodied way. So the five rhythms like movement medicine, the practice I teach now, it's like a moving meditation and we dance for two and a half, three hours. And, you know, so much can happen. I'm sure we'll get into that, but so much can happen. So I just, I felt like I, I was a coming home. I'd come home and very quickly, I decided that I wanted to share this practice. I wanted everyone to experience, you know, the joy and the healing and the transformation and the trauma release and everything that I was experiencing. And as you said, you know, synchronicities started to happen. Um, I was just helping out a friend who was a teacher and some random guy walks past in this event and I get chatting to him and it turns out that he um, runs a festival in France and he really wanted embodied conscious dance at the festival and I was like oh, I can hook you up with some amazing teachers and he was like no I want you to do it and I'm like are you sure <laughs> he's like yeah I really want you to do it and that's basically when I started teaching and I taught myself how to DJ and I did that festival in France and as soon as I committed it was like ching 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 everything fell into place and I was getting offered to work all over the place so yeah that's a little bit about my my journey into it mm, that's beautiful yeah I know I my yoga teacher journey was the same way someone's like well how about how about you teach and I was like ah 
I mean, I'm trained, but I haven't, you know, it's just like when you're ready, yeah. you don't think you're ready, but the universe shows up and it's like, all right, step Absolutely. up to the plate. Yeah. And it's like the power of intention. Sometimes all you need to do is make that intention. And then, as you say, the universe puts everything in place for you to kind of flow through it. Hmm. Beautiful. So I want to hear more about this movement medicine because you said it's very similar to that first five rhythms practice that you discovered. Um, Could you walk us through, you know, what it entails, maybe how it's different than maybe a static dance or other dance practices? Yeah, absolutely. So movement medicine is a modality created by my teachers, Yakov and Susanna Darling-Khan, and they were the first teachers of Gabrielle's. So they came through the five rhythms. So the lineage does come from the five rhythms. And where it's different is it's really explicitly combining ancient shamanic wisdom with modern psychotherapy. So we go through a journey in a similar way, and these journeys can last from, yeah, an hour to two hours to, I mean, I've danced movement medicine for three days and three nights in ceremony without sleeping and with eating, without eating. So, you know, they, they can go on for however long or as little as you want. The time's not necessarily important. What's important is that uh, we utilize different exercises, different tools that come from these two shamanic and psychotherapeutic um, learnings and teachings in the dance. So, for example, we might dance through the elements, you know, earth, fire, water, air, ether, and each of those elements uh, allows us to explore different parts of our body or we work with the energies of yin and yang and yin is you know the soft feminine flowing energy and yang is the masculine active energy that kind of gets us off the sofa so by utilizing these specific tools in the dance we learn much more about ourselves and therefore other people and also the world around us Beautiful. It sounds like a very much a moving meditation, you know, yeah. like a, a dance meditation is what it sounds like. When you say journey, I think yeah. that sounds like um, a meditation retreat or breathwork retreat, but just dancing and moving your body. Absolutely. And it's an opportunity to drop from our monkey mind and yeah. you know I love sitting meditation I still do a lot of it but in this very you know sedentary life that we live where we're often behind the computer or in front of the tv or in a car or whatever we're often sitting down and so where sitting meditation served our ancestors when they were going out working in the fields or doing much more physical labor actually there's something about the physicality of meditation that really serves us in this modern day and it works, you know, on the physical, on the mental, on the emotional and on the spiritual. So it's even more than a meditation in the sense that movement medicine has allowed me to work with my old stories, my old belief systems, my old patterns. It's allowed me to shift trauma, um, to really work through some of those traumatic experiences that I've had in my life. Uh, there's an amazing book that some of your listeners might have heard of called The Body Keeps the Score. Another way of saying it is the issues are in the tissues. So it's an amazing, it's just a revelation how much shifts, how much moves, how much transform 
forms through the simple yet profound act of dancing. And I DJ that practice and also facilitate. So when I speak the words in movement medicine, it's like it's like a, a support, a guide for people just to explore the full spectrum of what it means to be human. Mm, that is beautiful. So if you go into one of these journeys or ceremonies, Mm. Do you go in with a specific t intention, you know, to release some trauma or is it just just to really go in to feel like you said so beautifully what it is to be human? Mm. A combination. Sometimes yeah. um, sometimes you can go in with intention and sometimes it's about letting the dancer inside take over and the dancer inside of us can surprise us you know with so many interesting curious moves and also what comes up you know uh, it can be it can be really you know practical on some respects and it can be super spiritual in other respects i mean you know there have been times i, I through the dance i've had a, a very deep conversation with my my dead grandmother or i've embodied a power animal or i've you know i mean it can it can go off <laughs> in all different realms um if if you know if that's what the dance is bringing up and if that's something in you that is already there that you want to open up to um and it doesn't have to be like that you know it can just be a great old dance <laughs> which gets the endorphins going and you know makes you feel happier afterwards releases stuff through the sweat and and brings you together with other people in community so it, it really is like you know it kind of it's amazing what it gifts you and 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 what can arise yeah yeah it makes me think whether i'm dancing or breath work the mm. more embodiment even yoga embodiment practices like that things that come up um i have to remind myself that was already in me yeah right it, it's not that something outside of me is taking me over that it's issues are in your tissues whether it's a release of an emotion anger yeah. rage or the higher vibrations too, you know, unconditional love and gratitude and bliss and ecstasy. That's yeah. all, that's all inside of us. We just have to really just tune into it. I don't even want to say focus, tune, tune our focus into it. Absolutely. I totally agree. You know, I, I, I'm a big believer that we, every single one of us holds the answers that we desire inside of us. It's not a, about looking externally or looking to another. It's about looking at ourselves and going deeper and deeper into the cosmos that exists in our body. Have you taken the anxious personality quiz yet? Real talk, not all anxiety is created equal, nor can you manifest the same way with it. Yes, that's true. You can manifest with your anxiety. I created this quiz so you can figure out how your anxiety manifests in your life, your emotions, your thoughts, and your actions. And when we have more insight into what our triggers and how to catch them faster, we're able to make lasting change and amplify what we want to manifest in our life. You can find out your anxious personality type at anxiousquiz.com. Learn to embrace and manifest with your anxiety today. Mm -hmm. So movement medicine sounds like mm -hmm. an amazing journey. And yeah. I've done a static dance. Is there some similarities between a static dance and movement medicine? If those of 
the listeners might not know what a static dance is. I guess we could start off what it is and then maybe how it's different from what we just talked about. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, ecstatic dance is also an embodiment practice. It's also a way of healing through movement, through dance. It's also a moving meditation where the idea is to get out of the mind. And we do that by bringing focus onto the body. Where it differs from movement medicine is that it's more often than not, um, although, you know, it is kind of different in different parts of the world, but more often than not, it's more DJ led. So in movement medicine, I speak on the microphone whilst I DJ, I lead people and guide people through different exercises. With ecstatic dance, I tend to let the music do the talking and I play a full spectrum again of different genres and different beats to allow people without words to explore what's in their body. Um, ecstatic dance, I think traditionally, you know, the word ecstatic is an interesting one because, you know, we often think of ecstatic being like those peak moments, those really like high, high joy moments. And ecstatic dance includes that. But I like to go back to the root word of the, the root of the word ecstatic, which comes from the Greek, which is ecstasis. So ex meaning outside of and stasis to stand. So ecstatic in its original meaning means to stand outside yourself. So to be a witness to your experience. And that's really what we're achieving in all of these embodiment practices. I think in meditation and, and yoga as well is that we, we let go of our egoic mind and we can observe ourselves. And through that observation, that's where the learning occurs. Mm, beautiful. I never knew that about standing outside of yourself all mm. right I'm gonna have to remember that one that is mm. that's hitting home over here <laughs> <laughs> yeah because that's what so many of these practices that's what they teach is become the observer of yourself yeah. of your life to be able to build that awareness to you know what what do we want to focus on yeah that's going to yeah. grow and what do we need to release so that's yeah I never knew that that's so beautiful yeah um, and it's like going away from the stories you know yeah. that our mind tells us and to become fully present and like observing ourselves really allows us to become even more present with what is in this moment and if you stop and you appreciate everything that's going on in this second of time it's like wow life is so rich and it's so full and I don't need to go to this like chugging story in my mind that's telling me otherwise but it is a practice you know like we have to keep practicing it daily <laughs> yeah and it, and to be honest it is very simple right mm -hmm. just to, to be present to appreciate what's going on your sensations of touch taste smell yeah. you know it what you hear yeah and we our egos like to complicate it oh i think mm -hmm. with, with being addicted to the the stories or the emotions that we like to tell but kind of brings me to what I wanted to talk about next, which is sound mm. healing, mm. because we're all just vibrating. I mean, we're more yeah. sound and vibration than we are actually, we're more wave than we are particle. There's really, yeah. we think that we're there. This is dense, you know, I'm tapping my arm and my hand, but we're not. It's, mm. it's, it's all just a different vibration. Mm -hmm. I love 
sound healing and it's also mm. been an amazing part of my journey and you don't for me it going to a sound bath or something like that mm. my first experience was like every cell of my being was vibrating I didn't know how much that it could affect me but once you start really looking into what we're really made out of it's like of course of course it has that effect on us because it's just resonating with the vibration of our body yeah absolutely yeah. everything is vibration and you know you don't have to be a woohoo spiritual person to know that the scientists are backing this up as well you know and so when i'm working with those healing instruments they are emitting a vibration at different frequencies that are then going in you know to the body into the brain and altering our states of consciousness and by proxy so much natural healing occurs i mean studies have shown that you know music and sound really can reduce blood pressure reduce anxiety and stress help you sleep better reduce pain in the muscles um i mean there's just a whole list of benefits that that sound and music can can give us as individuals if we're ready to open up to that yeah and sometimes it feels like you just have to let go that's it yes. just allow it to take over and it's like I said everything inside of you is here and it, sometimes yeah. it's just allowing your your body to take over and do what it knows how to do yeah absolutely energy. yeah yeah and and like you say it's really simple and we all know it's also really difficult <laughs> you know <laughs> I'm like yeah I just need to let go I'm really holding on about letting go and it's like sometimes it's really hard to let go sometimes it's really hard to be present and this is why we have these different tools and techniques around whether it's sound healing whether it's dance whether it's music to just just support us into that dropping in state because it's so simple and also quite challenging <laughs> and the, the irony is like we're trying harder <laughs> to relax or trying harder to let go holding on to trying to let go and just <laughs> Yeah, it's like this being doing yeah. thing. When I, whenever I have time off, I'm like, I just need to be instead of do. Um, but it takes me a while. I have to do being to get into being. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> for a while. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. I think a lot of people listening understand that as well. It's yeah, when practices that include my body or movement or music do really help me get out of that doing yeah. mindset that monkey mind and and an observer of my, myself but more in my body yeah. and present with whatever is coming up because yeah it can be ecstatic it could be bliss but it also can be grief Absolutely. or whatever your body is holding on to and is ready to release and be felt and be seen yeah absolutely and that's you know that's a big part of the teaching through movement medicine is that it's all welcome you know and and going into those more uncomfortable sticky parts is really vital whether it is the grief or the anger or the sadness or the jealousy or whatever it is you know sometimes we don't want to admit that that is a part of us but it is a part of us and if we can you know get to a 
a stage of making friends with those emotions, so to speak, then, you know, we can really come out the other side and, and therefore live a more joyous life or be able to transverse, transverse those kind of difficult, challenging situations, you know, uh, uh, as well, easier, better, quicker. Yeah, for me, the biggest thing is not to judge those emotions when they yeah. come up. Yeah. And I'll just feel it. Yeah. And the, so many of the times they don't stay as long as I think that they would. But yeah. when you're truly present and truly feel it, you do become an observer. You feel it. And afterwards you can see what wisdom underneath that, that you needed to hear, that you needed to see to be able to really process and heal and let go of whatever that emotion was. Cause it's literally stored in our body and our, in our yeah. tissues like we talked about yeah absolutely and you know by the same token I don't want to give the mind a bad bad rep you know sometimes I think the mind and the ego also have a bit of a bad rep and it's really important to include the mind in the healing process and the power of imagination so you know when you're talking to your heart or your grief or whatever it is that that's coming up you know this is where the mind can be a really useful tool and we can you know integrate it into our healing practice i think the you know the thing is why i'm so passionate about the embodiment work is that we i believe are disconnected as a society from our bodies we've gone too far up into the mind and actually it's not necessarily about letting go of the mind completely but about a rebalancing so we have to come into the body to then rebalance body heart and mind completely agree because visualization yeah. you know that's the mind yeah that's the totally. mind and that's a very powerful tool to help re really reprogram your body and your nervous system to like it's it's okay to relax. It's okay yeah. to be, you know, or whatever you 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 are focusing on. It's it's a very powerful tool because our bodies don't. That's why our minds are so powerful. Is our bodies don't know the difference between mm -hmm. it happening in real life, or if you keep rehearsing it and visualizing it in your head over and over and over again, you're gonna reprogram yourself like a computer. Yeah, yeah. You know, to know that that's your truth. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So I know that you also have your DJ mystery to mastery heart based approach to mixing music. I would yeah. love to hear more about who this is for, what this all mm. entails, anybody's interested. Yeah, so I launched it actually only last year, but I've been working on it for a couple of years previous to that. Uh, I am so, so passionate about helping health and well-being practitioners upskill and empower themselves when it comes to mixing music. Because, you know, obviously I've had this background in the music industry. I'm DJing as part of my work. And I sort of have this awareness around music in different circles, whether it's breath work, because I, I go to loads of breath work sessions or yoga classes or, you know, sound healers, other conscious dance teachers. And I'm like, guys, girls, people, <laughs> you know, why, why are the skills not better? Why am I hearing, you know, clashing beats and, clashing harmonies why are you playing a spotify playlist that doesn't support the artists and has a big break of silence in between why is this happening when 
the whole the technology is there to support us and it's so easy to do now you just have to press this button and press this button and you can sound like an amazing dj and djing and, and working with music in a medicinal way is a learnable skill one of my clients said um it's just a technique like how you learn to clean windows and i love that because you know you don't necessarily know what the technique to to clean windows is until someone teaches you and then it's like oh this is actually <laughs> this is actually easier and I can do this and I've I mean I've had people from you know their 20s my oldest uh, student has been 70 years old and so it's really for everyone who's interested in mixing music and working with music either for their health and well-being practice you know, whether that's breath work or dance or yoga or, you know, massage therapy. I have some massage therapists who are learning. Or, you know, you just you just want to be a, a, a kitchen DJ or a bedroom DJ, but learn in a more holistic way. Learn in a, in a way that, you know, supports, I don't know, moving through limiting beliefs, for example, or, um, you know, is coming from the heart as opposed to the ego. So my thing is, it's about, I'm all about sharing my knowledge rather than showcasing it. And I just would love the whole health and well-being industry and whoever else to just be able to bring it when it comes to, to mixing music so they can supercharge the medicine they're already gifting. Wow, that is beautiful. Yeah, I didn't think yoga teachers massage therapist I mean that's really anybody anybody yeah. who wants to yeah that's amazing um in terms of you know the ecstatic dance and the movement medicine and sound healing that are more ceremony journey based what are some daily things that people can incorporate through movement or sound healing that can you know become mm. more of a present observer of their life mm. well I mean I would any anybody can dance and everybody is a dancer and so I would really encourage or invite your listeners to you know stick on one of their favorite tunes and just dance unashamedly you know dance like nobody's watching except maybe yourself from behind you or the side of you you know it doesn't matter what it looks like it's not about choreographed moves it's not about looking pretty or ugly or cool or uncool it's about allowing the dancer inside of you to take over and to to witness those shapes that come up so just stick on a great tune and go and dance in your garden or dance in your kitchen or you know wherever get get the kids involved get the pets involved you know like <laughs> or just dance for yourself and and reconnect with your heart so i would say mostly mostly dance um really hear the music in life um, I, I think, you know, there's a beautiful Rumi quote about, you know, all, all life being music. And I think there's that's a way to get present and to and to become perhaps more grateful as well, which I think is a is a supercharged spirituality is just when you're walking down the street, listening to the birds, even the planes, you know, even the planes have a musicality and, you know, just, just bringing that into your awareness, the sounds around you. And, um, 
yeah and then getting off technology as much as possible or at least at least I have this I have this daily practice where I get up in the morning and I walk in nature before I turn on my phone so that's really helped me to kind of come back to my body and come back to my presence by starting the day in the way that I would like to continue <laughs> I mean oh, obviously yeah. I get on my computer and phone after that but <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, yeah it's hard not to I mean I could I could definitely go a few days but I wouldn't mm. it would be more of a being that de- being time than a doing time which is completely fine yeah yeah, yeah for me I've, I set um time limits on my phone for you know certain apps social media Great. a day you can these are easy things that you can do you know make sure yeah. you can select certain apps are only available between a certain mm. time frame mm. so these are this is for the iphone i'm sure other phones have this too they're easy ways that just you don't have to do anything once you set it up it automatically yeah. it's like encouraging you to do things like go out into nature not be on your phone all the time mm. be aware of how much you're actually on your phone or computer yeah all day long uh for me like in between task like before this call i went and did a little walk Sometimes mm. I'll dance and I just went outside, got some sunlight, did a walk in nature, came back mm. in. The transitions between one task or an event through the day for me is really helps me bring back to center because it's kind of in yeah. those in-between moments where you start to have the maybe the chaos or the thoughts start to, you know, come up in your head and yeah. the transitions are big for me too. So, yeah, nice. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well amazing thank you so much Isabel for coming on the show today and speaking your heart about movement mm. and dance and sound everything awesome <laughs> was there anything else that you wanted to you know wrap up or talk about before we start to close the show down today <sighs> is there anything else I I would just I would just again invite invite your listeners to to move into dance as much as possible and follow their hearts and follow the breadcrumbs of their joy because it's amazing where that leads us. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Thank you again so much mm. for sharing your wisdom and your heart with us today. We end every episode the same way. How may we, mm. the listeners, as a big act of gratitude be of service for you and return today wow wow what a beautiful oh wow thank you <laughs> oh um my heart just went boom <laughs> um i would i would i would honestly say tune into your heart and dance i'd love the dance to flow through you the listeners on a more computery way i i'd love more followers on instagram <laughs> and you can find me at isabel.x i-s-z-a-b-e-l.x and for me that's not about a you know just having loads of followers but it's about creating community and trying to get these you know perhaps more niche health and well-being practices out into the world because i know that they work and i know that they heal and i know that they can and I know they bring a lot of joy um, and if you're interested in DJing and learning to DJ and learning to work with music a little bit more please visit djmysterytomastery.com 
And I would love, love to support you on that journey. Amazing. Thank you again for coming on the show today. It was so amazing talking with you. I had a great time. Thank you for having me. And remember, open up, surrender, trust, and let your body lead the way.